0: The rains came. The morning huddle with David Hurlbutt on Mile High
1: Sports. Playing a new game. and and
0: jumping.
1: 9.30 in the morning folks. Making the turn here. Teeing off on the 10th. I hope you all had a great, great weekend out there. Wherever you're listening, have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. And we're switching things up this season. We moved to 9 a.m. And Lori Latimer Volkman, aka LLV, a lot of a lot of single letters there. LLV used to bat cleanup on Fridays. Now she is the leadoff hitter on Mondays. How do you feel about that, Lori?
0: <laughs> I I don't know. I feel uh, it's a little strange. Instead of playing cleanup, I get to be the leadoff. I love it.
1: Yeah, clearly two important positions in the batting order. So I mean, you're 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 <laughs> very valuable. <laughs>
0: Right. I will never take Wednesday, though. You can't put me there.
1: No, no Wednesday. No middle of the lineup for me. Yeah, you're not batting 7-3. Don't worry about that. No. <laughs> um, but, Lori, the fun part is you get to, you know, be the first guest of the week, talk about the game before. Now, of course, you know, you got a Monday night game, so maybe we'll have to sneak you on Tuesday as well in a couple of weeks. <laughs> but you're the first one to digest the preseason game. Uh, that just happened on Saturday. And I said, look. This score is irrelevant, and, you know, I'm just rooting for zero or as few injuries as possible and and everything. And, you know, the Ravens have won 22 games in a row, and how many Super Bowls have they won during that uh, time, you know, span, time period? Zero. So, yeah, we all know what preseason is. But to me, Laurie, it did look a little sloppy. They were dominated. I saw poor tackling. So the sky is not falling. But I wasn't thrilled either on Saturday.
0: Yeah. No, totally. And I, it is hard to not get wrapped up in the fact that the sky might be falling. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like Bronco's Twitter, I think, I'm sure every fan base has this element, but I feel like we might kind of corner the market on freaking out, but. Yes. And I, and I know you were on Twitter too. It was like, you, you definitely had some of the, some of the media members like Andrew Mason trying valiantly to tell everyone to like, relax, it's just preseason. This is our second stringers playing, you know, playoff experienced, you know, Buffalo Bills players. But to be honest, I expected our defense to fare a lot better, even against, you know, their first team offense. I, I was shocked to see how much they were dominated and to notice how, like, I, I was shocked that our offense moved the ball against yeah. their first-team defense. So it went opposite of what I expected it to.
1: No, I was surprised, too. And, look, Josh Allen's a t- tremendous quarterback. I, we all agree on that. And He was in there for one series. He made it look very easy. But, you know, Barkley yeah. picked them apart. Case Keenum picked them apart. And I think a real concerning thing here now, Laurie, two games in a row, is the running game both stopping the the opponents and the Broncos' own running game? I mean, Buffalo went for 208 yards with guys like Raheem Blackshear, an undrafted free agent. I mean, it's not Thurman Thomas or Barry Sanders back there. Um, I
0: know. That I think I'm definitely concerned about the run defense. I'm I'm less concerned about our running game until we see uh, you know Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon struggle. Fair which enough. We, you know, we haven't seen them play. I think, and, and I think we mostly had some backups in it, at, you know, for the O-line. So I, that one, I think is harder to judge, but with defense, you know, you're rotating second stringers in there a lot. So um not, not sure many of those guys on Saturday are going to be playing, <laughs> but it, the tackling is a concern. The, You know, you know, understanding your assignment, your blocking assignment, um, you know, and what you're supposed to do is a concern because, they they ran all over us. And that you know, that's gonna be a problem come time for the season.
1: Absolutely. Talk with Lori Latimer Volkman. She's the editor of Milehighreport.com. She's been joining us for years now, used to back cleanup on Fridays. But folks, now now she helps you get your Monday started with that infectious <laughs> laugh and positivity. Um <laughs> And by the way, if you have any pickleball questions, just text us right now and she will answer them.
0: That's right. That's right. I can answer all of those,
1: too. I love it. Uh, backup quarterback, I'm just kind of like, eh. I, look, it's not like Steve Young is the backup to Joe Montana here. I think Case Keenum's a nice backup for the Bills. Either of these quarterbacks as backup, I'm like, uh, okay, just let me know who it is. Do you have a front <laughs> runner? Uh, do you have a, a guy you ah, think going to You know,
0: I, had, I felt like Josh Johnson did a good job a week ago. I, I've, I felt like, you know, not so great this, this week. I mean, and they, were, they again, though, no, he did move the ball in that first series and after, you know, some miscues and then, and then bouncing back, which I think, uh, Coach Hackett even, you know, noted that, like, he's happy to see that these guys didn't fold. Um, but it just, if you were just looking at stats, I think Brett Rippon definitely performed better. So I think it'll definitely come down to, the third game and probably just sort of overall practice and how they feel like they're understanding the, the offense and that kind of thing. Um, so I, I, I don't really have a front runner. I knew that, you know, Josh Johnson has more experience, Brett Ripon has, everyone has said for, you know, the years he's been there, he's always a good guy to have in the room. He's very smart and understands, you know, and he's good with film and he, you know, he helped drew Locke try to process film. So, you know, it's good to have him there. And, you know, I've made, I, I don't know. I'd really like to see him start the game this coming Saturday Agreed. and see how he, see how he does with, you know, a little bit higher quality, you know, defense to go against. But I, I kind of, I kind of give him the edge. I, I don't know. Still, still very close
1: yeah, I'm with you there., uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. I would like to see him get the start uh, against the Vikings as well and and see what he does with uh, you know the start of the game, the juice, the excitement, the adrenaline. Of course, you know his uncle had a very nice uh, you know football pro football career, won a Super Bowl. so you know that he, I'm sure he picked up some things from him. He was around his uncle Mark Ripon. he was probably in the locker room, and I think that stuff helps. so. Uh, yeah, I think he's ready to be a backup, but we'll see. We'll have this conversation next Monday as well. We'll see how he does against the Vikings. And I agree. I think he should start. Absolutely. Uh, Lori, I want to talk about the wide receivers here. Um, I really like this kid, Virgil. I think he's playing well. So you got Sutton, you got Judy, you got Hamler. Uh, I would think Washington's going to make it. So who are the other two or three wide receivers that are going to make it? Obviously Patrick out opens an opportunity for someone. Uh, yeah. Who else do you think might make it? Uh, Hinton, Brandon Johnson, Seth Williams, Virgil? Oh, it's, man, is it? A,
0: it's close. I feel like, too, they might – you know, they're going to have to keep more than, more wide <laughs> receivers maybe than normal because they have so many good ones. And you know a couple of these guys, you put them on the practice squad and they're going to get – or you put them on weight, you know, they're going to get snatched up. So I – you know, Brandon Johnson looked really good uh, last week, and you know, did did pretty well. I think on Saturday, the Jalen Virgil did great. I I imagine a lot of it will come down to who can probably contribute on special teams. And Virgil did great on his kickoff returns, like two returns for sixty yards. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know, like. <laughs> I think that in a way that probably gives him an edge. I, I, I think you're right. Montreal is making a team because of special teams too. Yeah. So that is that five. Well oh, and Kendall Hinton has been looking good. You know, he, he seems to be catching the ball every time it comes his way. So ah, it's going to, I, I think it's tough. Like I said, I would, I don't know how many they've kept before. seems like maybe we do. We've done six. I think we're going to have to do six again, at least.
1: Yeah, at least six. I think most NFL teams keep six wide receivers. You know, they go five right and uh, five wide, and you need that uh, that extra guy. Heaven forbid something happens to a player in game. You know, yeah. I've seen crazier things. They might have to keep seven. Like we said, you got Sutton, Judy, Hamler. I think both of us agree Montreal-Washington makes it, correct? Yes. That's four. I really
0: think Kendall Hinton makes it, too. That's five.
1: Uh, yeah. Brandon Johnson.
0: And Jalen Virgil. Those are probably. be J- Jalen be, Virgil. I'd, yeah. I think they yeah. probably put it in that order. And you know how, some like what, I don't know if, is Kendall Hinton even practice squad eligible still? Like they'll probably, you know, look at the newer guys are definitely, can definitely be on the practice squad Hinton might be getting close to the end of his, and he's played in some—I don't know how many games—he's played as a, you know, on the roster. So anyway, uh, it's going to come down to some math, I think. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I would, it, and I'm trying to think. I—it seems like we might have kept seven in a in recent years. One year. So this could be a time we do it again. You're right, I, especially because of some of those guys needing them for special teams.
1: Right, absolutely, and, receivers. and I don't know. Do you keep uh, maybe you don't keep a fullback? Maybe you only keep two tight ends. But there, there, there are several good tight ends too. So, hey, it, it's it's a good problem to have, and I'm glad I'm not making the decision. I'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> Me too. I the, the time of year I hate the most is you know right after that third or the last preseason game where you have to make all the cuts. Like you know, it's just it's dad because you can't keep everyone that's why i'm not a coach
1: yeah no i agree you're a mother you, you'd want to keep them all
0: i would totally i'd figure <laughs> out a way <laughs> like, we're gonna do a car wash and we're
1: gonna raise money for everybody's salaries yes yes so y'all get grilled cheese sandwiches and i'll take care of you uh, <laughs> exactly l- last question Lori. what are you looking forward to or what are you hoping to see watch observe in the final preseason game
0: well, I you know we're going this will be the game for everyone to prove themselves, so you're really going to be looking for some separation between the talent, right? Like who who really kind of rises above the rest at their position level? Um, that, so I will not care about the score. Um, but like at all these all these battles, position battles in particular, I'll be looking to see, you know, does does Brett Ripon look better enough than Josh Johnson that you make him the backup? You know, which wide receiver makes that fifth, sixth, maybe seventh spot? Um, do we have, you, you know, do we have some guys that can tackle that we know we can count on when we're yeah. them? Because um, our de- I think our offense and defense, our 22 guys, are really solid. But I think what we did see on Saturday, and the only thing I, you know, kind of that makes me worried is – we don't have a ton of depth. (laughs) So if you need to go deep because of injury or whatever else, then, you know, you're not looking at the season you think you are. So if if we're going to get our 10, 11 win season and go to playoffs, we need to know we have some guys in that second and third string spot, especially on like the defensive line or linebacker where when they need to come in, we can count on them.
1: Lori. Great to hear your voice on the Monday. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Sounds good. Talk to you guys later. Folks.
1: You got it. L L V folks, editor, milehighreport.com. Check out their website. Great website, everything Broncos. Come on back, folks. One more segment right here on this Monday, August twenty second. This is the morning huddle.